Dr. Jim Lopez. How are you? So we asked you guys for questions and you're throwing them out. So first question was, how did we meet and how did this collaborate? So um, kind of crazy, you guys all know from the other station that um, Dr. Chris had me open up the yoga studio here. Well, she's kind of the root of how I met him because she introduced me to her friend Ed and Ed wanted to have a book signing for me at his restaurant in Bountiful. And then Jim came in with your staff, right? right yeah. And so that guy back there, that book, he, he came to the book signing and I challenged him and that's how it went rolling from there. So, and then we just kind of talked a little bit and yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it was, that was a pivotal moment for me because I think I, I mean that, that time emotionally I was going through a lot of different things and then when you challenged with the book it was like what am I going to do what am I going to write about and then all of a sudden you know some things started happening and it was like that was like my way um to help me emotionally like get mm -hmm. through with everything that I was doing was uh, I had gone through some loss before um in the past and this is you know I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that experience loss mm -hmm. um and whatever level. Yeah, at any level. Like, yeah. whether it be your, you know, your pet passing away, mm -hmm. your mom passing away, or losing your job. I mean, there's no... Relationships. There's, I mean, loss is loss. Yeah. yeah. There's no, uh, no limit or, you know, I guess, boundary on what that is because loss is whatever it is to you. So, and, and nobody can take that away from you if it's, if it's big and, you know, not for somebody else to, to judge that. Right. So, um, just sitting there writing that book was like a, a healthy way for me to get everything out of here, yeah. you know, instead of, instead of acting out. Ah, <laughs> did you get that, guys, instead of acting out? <laughs> so, but it, it was really cool, and it kind of ties into our next question, is that Hannah had sent us in a message, and she was like, you know, I'm always longing for this, this happiness. And, and it, it's interesting, because, like, when you said um, that it, it prevented you from acting out, so... You, you did that, you did your work, you really right. did. And, and it was just a daily, it was a couple questions every day that you had to answer and you could dive deep into it or not. And you, you dove really fast and really quick. And you know, it's funny cause Jim has a saying that um, he'll say, uh, um, it's funny how God tapped on your shoulder. And so I was like, he walked in the door and I literally got kicked. I'm like, all right, I'll follow up with this one. I'll follow up with this one. And then, you know, cause normally when you, you know that someone is going through something, you follow up with them and then they go. Well, we just kept following up. And yeah. then we went to a couple events and did, did some cool stuff together. And then he was like, we should do this show. And I think it's a perfect example of, you just take a chance guys and take that leap of faith and, and go someplace that you weren't, weren't going on and gonna go to, and you might be scared and somebody challenges you and try it. You just don't know because then now we have a beautiful friendship and we have this going and you know, it's just, it's gonna get bigger from there. We have a couple cool things we're going to next month too. Yeah, So um, getting back to that was how relentless I felt you were with the support. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you right. meant relentless with. <laughs> with, the, with the support. And, I, and it, it, was, it, was, um, it was something that I needed mm -hmm. um, and I think you know, I want you to take that with you as well. Like if you see somebody or you know somebody that is, is going mm -hmm. through something, you know, you, you got to be there for them, um, you know, and take that extra time. You have no idea what those text messages, you know, you would always text message, how's the book coming? How's the book coming? <laughs> and it would just put it back in the forefront of my mind instead of, you know, I'd get out of my own head, yeah. you know, and then get back to the present moment and be like, okay, you know, this is, this is something I gave my word to. This is something mm -hmm. that I need to do. And, it, and it's really helping me. So, yeah. um, you know, just being there, being there for people. Um, so I have a secret 
I never told you this. I put in my phone every X amount of days. It was in my calendar, and it would pop up, call Jim, call Jim. And I had marked down, because I gave you a 90-day challenge, so I had marked down how many days we were in, how many days you were in. And I'm like, okay, I'm keeping up with this one. So, <laughs> so I'm glad that it worked out. Well, I, thank you. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> we followed up. <laughs> so um, you want to answer Hannah's question? Yeah, what was that question again? It was about, um, about you're happy, Happiness, but you right? always think that you're, am I not there because I'm longing for something else? Yeah, you know, I was, I was reading and watching somebody uh, the other day talking about um, technology. And you'll hear me, I'm going to go back to this a lot in, in shows. Um, but nowadays, we, we have so much access with our phone. And we can have, there's so much that we instantaneous can, mm-hmm. can get a hold of. So a lot of times now emotionally, what I've found and see with people is that we expect that happiness to, to be like right at our fingertips. Like we, like there's no work that has to be done into making us happy. Um, and it's simply not true. And what it's done is it, it, it can lead to a sense of false hope mm-hmm. with people. Uh, you know, you, you've got to get out there and, and grind and, and be yourself and be with people and, and create your own happiness. You know, it's not something that's just going to be handed to you. You know, right. you got to get out and find it in everything that you're doing on a daily basis. My, my perspective on that is that I feel that people are emotionally detached because they're so attached to their phones and how many likes did I get and that, that you don't have to build that relationship. And I think, and then you just, people throw people to the side way too much where if you take the time and build a relationship and pick up the phone and call, you know, I, I don't like talking on the phone. I'll be the first one to tell you that. But when somebody does call me, I'm like, Oh, hi, how are you? You know, um, so just take the time to build on that relationship, and you're going to really find that once you build that solid foundation, it just it keeps growing and growing. Yeah, and I think a lot of that, the you know, happiness is going to come with you know relationships that you build, and it's not going to be you know how many likes or hearts that you got on your Instagram <laughs> no, no photo, right? I mean, and that's what we do. We, we we take a selfie, right, and then like two minutes later, we're looking like how many likes did I get? Oh, and then now all of a sudden you start like judging yourself too, like. Why was that picture? Why did I get 100 likes on this one? Why did I only get two on here? And, you, you know, you just, it yeah. takes you away. You're always in your phone. Then you're never with the person that, right. that you're, you're yeah. with. It's true. It's really true. Um, something else I, I, I wanted to, to bring about is, like, share moment. Like, if you're going to be grabbing your phone and stuff, like, we were, you were in San Diego? Yeah. And I was in L.A. And so he sent me a picture of the ocean. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, and I had, then I came home the next day. So I sent him a picture of a frozen river. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it's cool that, you know, you can share those moments, but you're not, I mean, because we all have our phones and we're going to do that. But you still want to connect and and share, but you don't want to feel lonely. You know, and I I feel like we do get a lot of people that are feeling lonely and my heart breaks, you know. Um, I was an only child until I was 16 and then my, my mom had my sister and I, when she was born, I was like, I didn't think I could possibly love anything that much. And then she had my nephews. So sorry, Kirsten, you're out. <laughs> I still love you, but the nephews outrate you. But being an only child, um, I had to learn to entertain myself all the time. And I fell in love with books. That's how I started, you know, like I, rock and roll and books was always my thing. And so find something that you can connect with. And we're hoping that you guys will connect with us, you know, I mean, just reach out. And I would like your homework to be is that you guys go call up your friends, put all your damn phones in the car. Yes, exactly. Hannah's behind her, putting her phone <laughs> in her pocket. She always has her phone on. 
and leave your phones off and really have a heart-to-heart conversation, you know? Be present with the people that you're with. And you're gonna start finding that you're gonna find true happiness in those moments because you're not distracted. And, yeah. and I think it's wonderful that people do that. Yeah, it can be challenging. And, and putting your phone face down on the table mm-hmm. is not putting your phone away. Thank you. Put yes. it away. Yes. <laughs> be present, because there's nothing more, um, you know, when you're trying to have a conversation, someone's checking it, or even if they're checking the time or say they have to be somewhere, it's like, no, you're there in that moment at that time. Mm-hmm. So give them everything that you have. Yeah. And I mean, you'll be a lot happier and, and more present yourself. So. Yeah. We had gone someplace with um, some of my really great friends, and he, he's a doctor also, and he, we walked out, and he was like, it felt so wonderful to have my phone off for four hours, you know? <laughs> and, and, like, I turn my phone off all the time, so, so I didn't. And I stepped back for a second, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, you know, because you guys have to be on way more than I have to. I choose to be on, but you guys have to be on yeah. many times. So, I, I mean, start doing yourself that favor. And what other homework do you want to give them? I'd like for them to really search and, and figure out what is, you know, where's their happy space, um, you know, and, and to share that, you know, with us and then be able to, to find that on a daily basis. I have a reminder. Now I'm going back to the phone thing. So <laughs> <laughs> my reminder on my phone. <laughs> So I have to at least check it once a day, <laughs> at least once. It's probably dinging right now. Actually, it dings at 7 in the morning, and it's do something that you love. Oh. So, you know, I, I have that reminder set every day is do something that you love every day, and I, it dings for me, and it, it brings me back. Like, no matter what is going on, uh-huh. I'm going to find joy and happiness in something yeah. that is for me that yeah. day. That's awesome. So I'd like to hear, you know, what what is that moment for you, and... Um, you know, what does that look like for you to be able to partake in that happiness for yourself on a daily basis? Yeah, I like that. All right, so go ahead. You got anything? <laughs> no. All no. Right. Okay, so adding on to his, you know, what he dings on his phone, okay, I'm going back to the phone thing also. I have it set up four times during the day. So when I wake up, it says something. Um, it says, what are you grateful for? And then I, I have a list that I keep adding to on there. So on your timers, you can do a label. And then in the afternoon, a lot of times I feel like people have come at you. This is going to sound rude, and I don't mean it to be rude because people do need to share. But a lot of times people verbally vomit on you. And so I try to, like, okay, I'm not taking that on because it's not my stuff to take on. But sometimes people need to let it go. So at noon, I say, my, my phone is, why do you do what you do? And then I remind myself because I changed this person's life. I have a friendship because of this, you know? And then at three o'clock again, taking that dip because you have all this stuff going on and most of the time I'm hungry, I get hangry. (laughs) Then I add something else in there. And then at night before I go to bed, I'm like, thank you, God. And so it just reminds me that I have to do that. But those are four times during the day, that's it. Because what happens is everybody wakes up and then you are subject to everyone else's agenda if you're always checking your phone and seeing where they are and people's moods go. And we just talked about it last night. Hannah and uh, Jordan and I were talking about the, mo- the book, The Four Agreements. And have you read that? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. awesome because you, you don't assume it, it, and you do your best. You be impeccable to your word and don't think, don't think <laughs> she stands back there going, <laughs> don't take things personally. <laughs> Yeah, and it just it's a beautiful thing to go by. So if you guys need help with figuring out something to give you a daily reminder, four times during the day, you know, just remind yourself of those things. Um, guys, it just life is freaking amazing, and it's for you. I, I swear to you it's for you if you just allow yourself to receive your blessings, and, and that's something I feel like we block our blessings a lot of times. Yeah, 
I mean, life is just, it's just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, I split, you say four, I split my day into two days. So, and then one thing that I make sure that I do um, is I wake up two to three hours early before I'm going to start my day. Mm-hmm. And I make sure that I'm doing myself, mm-hmm. like, before I step out into the world. Right. So that way I get whatever I want to get done in the morning. So I get up, I do my daily routine, my you know, gratitude, meditation, workout, sit down, make a nice breakfast for myself. And like, I'm there in that moment. Yeah. I get my reading done. I do anything that I want to do for myself, mm-hmm. like before I leave the house at seven. Yeah. And then when I leave, I, you know, I've got a morning shift. I go through my morning. And then when I get back at noon, I take a nap every day. I suggest you take a nap. Amazing. (laughs) But what it does for me then, like when I wake up, I feel I have another day. So now that the afternoon and the evening is a completely new, fresh start for me. So Mm -hmm. when I get up from a nap, I meditate again. I go through the exact same ritual that I did in the morning. I do it uh, in the afternoon. And I feel like I just, like no matter what, that morning's gone. And now I have, you know, the the afternoon to look forward to as well. So it's like I get two days in one. (laughs) Right. <laughs> Meditation, you guys, is, is absolutely huge. Um, it, I'm more than welcome or more than happy to make you guys a bunch of meditations. You can thank Sharice for any meditations that you find on iTunes. Seven years ago, she walked in with her Apple, sat it down, and she was like, talk. And I'm like, okay, next thing I know, here's a CD. Here, you're on iTunes now. So meditation can be something, um, it can be a walking meditation. It can be a guided meditation. It can just be you sitting in silence. But what it is, is about you taking time out for you. Because if you don't do that, you're going to become, I don't want to, I don't know what the right word to say, resentful? Resentful or, or something, because you're never feeling yourself. You're always feeling everyone else, and then you're drained. So meditation is beautiful, you guys. It, it's a game changer, absolute game changer. When I was in L.A., I was sick. My, my entire week was yoga, yoga, yoga. That's where I was going. And um, I ended up getting sick, so I, I ended up at a, a meditation studio every single day for, for two hours. I can't tell you, I came back so charged and so focused and knowing where my life is going, but I was getting so busy. It was the holidays, and I was getting so busy that my meditations were getting smaller and smaller during the day, and I was like, "Uh uh-uh, thank you for putting me on my booty so I couldn't do an inversion so that I could go to meditation. So sometimes (laughs) you get knocked down so that you can get back up and be stronger. But, you know, I could have stayed home and just been like, oh, my trip sucks, but I took it into another direction, and I'm so, so grateful that that happened because now all of these things are rolling, and we're here taping, and it's super cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a great way to check in with yourself on a daily basis. I was, um, and you do that with everything. It's just going to bring you back to the Mm -hmm. present moment, and um, I was talking with somebody yesterday at lunch, and they were talking about when you start to meditate, one thing that was, uh, it was special for him was he noticed that the more he meditates, the more he walks upright mm. and, and takes in the world and everything that's now above, as opposed to he found himself walking, and as he was walking through Chicago, he was looking down, and everything was just like one step in front, don't like bother me, and now like this world is like opening mm-hmm. up, he can see the tops of buildings, and he's looking at you know everybody eye to eye when yeah. he walks by, and I was like, Man, that is powerful. It is. I, I like was like, it. that's powerful. Oh, we're adding. You guys are getting even more homework. You're meditating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we will next week? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys Perfect. next week. Love and appreciate you. Right. Bye. Thank you.